Hello everyone and welcome to the Movie Shed. My name is Mike. Now I have a question for you guys actually and it's this. The 1984 Dune film. Why all of the hate? Now for some strange reason the Dune films have this particular Dune film has been very very polarizing. It's either one of those films that people you know shout their praise from the mountaintops or curse its very existence and i'm not sure why uh, an example when uh, i was cruising an article about the latest dune movie coming out that uh, i was reading through the comments as you know a masochist is wont to do you know, comment sections, they're not exactly the place of high discussion, let's just say. So, cruising through there, and it was very apparent that there were people who absolutely adored this thing, and people who absolutely loathed it. Though, honestly, the, the way they described what, oh, it's the greatest film ever, or... It's the biggest pile of garbage ever. And that was it. That was the extent. No real explanation of why it was, you know, gr the greatest or the worst. Though, I couldn't help but comment on one because it's like, it's, this guy said, it's the worst sci-fi film ever made. And I felt a little bit like Pinhead from Hellraiser. When I just, I had to type back to him. It's like, oh, sweet child. This, the pleasurable and the pleasure and pain I can show you. The worst sci-fi film ever made. I could have rattled off probably a dozen incredibly bad, incredibly painful sci-fi films that are leagues ahead of this film. Leagues ahead of 84 Dune. When it comes to just how terrible they are. And I thought, you know, I, I, how about I do this? How about I tell you guys where I stand on the film? I do own it. I've watched it multiple times. Many, many, many times. And here is my honest take on Dune. 1984 Dune. My take is, is that it is cinematically very interesting. Uh, Story-wise, it is a little bloated, granted. Also, there's lots of context that's been removed. There, it's, it feels a little half-baked, I guess would be a good way of putting it. Understandably so, once you know the production history of this film. The fact that it was so ungodly long, its director's cut, and how much had to be cut away to make this thing a theatrical release. You could start to see, ah, oh, yeah, you know, that scene with actual context makes a bit more sense. And that was, I think, the film's problem, was that it was very ambitious, it was very complicated, and it was a very uh, tense filming, 
both from the perspective of the actors and the director and between the director and the producers and studio. There was a lot of tension going on in this production and a lot of issues. Does that completely negate all of the good stuff that goes on? No, I don't think it negates all of it. It negates a bit of it. But it does lend itself to a certain quality to really like. Honestly, when I watch the film, and I, I just watch it, and I'm really paying attention, looking at the backgrounds, listening to the dialogue, to me, the film is a pretty solid mediocre, honestly. It's not a bad film, but it's also not a good film. It's kind of an average film. And I think it's in, its that, in that averageness of its filming... I think is really where its scores really should be. The people who absolutely love it, I think, are focusing on perhaps just one, maybe three or four very specific things within the film that they've latched onto, and they absolutely love those, like a particular scene or a particular actor or a particular... Uh, actor in particular dialogue for a character or they just like really like a character you know the fact that Sting is in it the fact that Patrick Stewart's in it the fact that you have a lot of big names Max von Zinzow is in there and you have all these big actors playing these parts and you th you say to yourself you know perhaps it's just that uh, they love these particular actors, and that could be. To the folks who absolutely hate it, I think they're focusing on everything that they disliked when it came to, you know, their, this scene doesn't have any context, so they're confused. They're looking at this particular thing, and they think it looks like the uh, scene in the Imperial Throne Room with the Emperor and the Navigator. You know, everything is gold. Everything gold. And it looks pretty gaudy. And for some, maybe the set design was just too much. Just too much to take in, and it looked to them ugly. Hey, that's fine. That's a perfectly that's a perfectly fine criticism. Honestly, it is gaudy. That throne room scene really needed to have some different looks to it. I realized what they were going for, you know, the absolute pinnacle of opulence, but when you have that much gold, it gets to be a bit too much. Too much to look at. You know, if you're going to use the uh, the CGI, not the CGI, but the uh, the special effects, I mean, this is 84. You have to cut them some slack. They can only work with what they have. Stop motion models and uh, fairly primitive uh, blue screen effects. This is what they had to work with. If you're if you're going to criticize someone, and if you're going to criticize a film, especially one that's you know from eighty from the eighties, and try to hold up something from today with its visual appeal, and say, well, you see, this film did it. That is disingenuous. That's that's a bad argument. But people make it. 
I'm only guessing. I'm only speculating here because honestly, the people who's, who absolutely love it or absolutely hate it, they don't, they haven't given me any reasons. They haven't told me, this is why I think this film is the greatest. Or this is why I think this film is absolute garbage. Nothing like that. I haven't gotten anything like that. It's just, it's the greatest. It's the worst. And that's it. Just hyperbole. That's all I get. I don't... I honestly don't know. Maybe the people who just have it, it's just on a, I don't know, a bandwagon. You're for or against it. There is no in-between. But here I am, and I'm telling you, it's, it's a mediocre film. It has a lot of good moments. It also has a lot of cheesy bad moments and a lot of missing context moments. You know, is it a film worth watching? I'd say so, especially if you're a fan of Dune, you get a chance while imperfect to get a chance to see it and to help with the visualizations not everyone likes the look of it oh you get those arguments especially from people who are purists of the book well they got this wrong and they got that wrong i'm sorry but creative license has to be taken somewhere it's a movie not a book Books have the added benefit of being able to use the greatest form of computer in the world to create its imagery, your brain. You can create and conjure up all sorts of cool stuff. They have to actually make it so you can see it. And they have to go with whatever a book kind of describes and with what levels of technology and money they're able to put into it. And that's just the way it is. Creative license has to come in somewhere to fill in the gaps. But you're never going to please everyone, especially anyone who's a purist and a huge fan of the original source material. And that's just a given. You look at Lord of the Rings and whoo! The fact that you had Galadriel, not Galadriel, you had uh, Arwen uh, riding up to Aragorn and the Hobbits and taking Frodo to Rivendell. You know, it's, no, no, it's supposed to be Glorfindel. Glorfindel was supposed to do this, even though that was his only freaking scene in the book, that Glorfindel appears and takes Frodo to Rivendell, not Arwen. And it's just like, it's a minor change. And honestly, Glorfindel doesn't appear in the film at all, just like he doesn't appear, he only appears once in the freaking book. Arwen's appears far more, but that's... That's just an argument. It's an argument rabbit hole that you fall into. Because books, people who are purists on the source material, are they're not changing their minds. Because in their mind, they fell in love with the source material. And anything that doesn't faithfully, completely replicate it in every minute detail, is a failure to them. So, we can just push that aside. If that's some of the arguments for why you hate it, then it's not valid. I'm sorry. You might get angry about, about it, but I'm sorry that's not valid. But I am curious, why is it that people hate it? Is it because of kind of like over-the-top stuff? I, I can see the Baron Harkonnen is... Uh, whew, he is way over the top. Man, does he chew the scenery whenever he's around. And honestly, I, I find it delightful. 
is it's delightfully insane. Uh, the fact that Sting is in there, you know, love or hate, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I don't know really because, again, I've never received any information of why people love it or people hate it. I've heard when the, sci- when the uh, sci-fi miniseries for Doom came out and it was a bit more faithful to the book. A bit more. It helped. It was a miniseries, so they were able to put more stuff in there rather than try and cram it down into a very manageable theater length. And people were telling me it was okay. It was just okay. Now, I own the miniseries as well. And I watched it, and it's like, you know, it was interesting to me because the missteps that the movie had, the sci-fi miniseries was quite good at. But the sci-fi miniseries stumbled here and there where the movie did well. It was this interesting dichotomy for me because it's every place where the movie did really well and really screwed up, it was the complete opposite with the miniseries because where the movie did well, this did poorly. And where it did poor, where the movie did poorly, it did well. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. It, it's so bizarre. That's why when this new Doom movie comes out, I am fascinated to see what it, it's going to do. I'm going to go in with uh, low expectations. I mean, come on. I, I've i seen the turds churned out by Hollywood. I have to keep low expectations. There is no hype in my house. None. So, I, I would really like to hear from you guys. And I really do mean that. I really do mean this. I want to know, if you've seen the 1984 Dune movie, you've seen this movie from the 80s, you know, it has Patrick Stewart and all that in there, I want you, if, I wanted to ask you, do you, if you love it, tell me why. If you hate it, tell me why. If you need to play, I'm going to set up a, uh, kind of a question thing on my Facebook page. Now it's uh, facebook.com slash the movie shed podcast. You go there and I'll have that little, you know, question. It'll be my little question for you to give me an answer. I'd love to know. I'm not really sure why this is such a polarizing film. I keep hearing that it is. And I keep seeing these very polarized opinions. I am absolutely curious. Why? Why is it that people love it and will fight to the death for it, or people hate it and wouldn't piss on it if it was on fire? And yet, the film is just mediocre. It's a mediocre film. When it does well, it does well. When it does badly, it does badly. And it kind of balances out to being a eh film, really. With just a few moments here and there that kind of raise it above meh to huh. Kind of a kind of a film. I am absolutely curious. I 
I've got to know. I have got to know why people out here in the ether are so one way or the other. You know, there are so many films that were out there that are just as polarizing, and I think it's because, really, with those films, they're fairly easy to get because quite often it's a particular message. There's a message that rings really strongly for some people and rings really poorly with others. I find I find that fairly fascinating, but it's easy to see. It's easy to discern. Oh, when you when you have films that evoke strong emotional responses, you get strong emotional responses. And yet, I don't think Dune is one of those kinds of films. Honestly, it's kind of there. Fairly harmless, in my opinion. I'm not really sure that this is the 12 years a slave kind of tearjerker or anything, or makes you feel super emotional. You know, it's not a it's not a spectacle. I mean, it's definitely not Django Unchained kind of Quentin Tarantino levels of uh, swearing and gore. It doesn't. It, it has you know these broad broad moments and political political intrigues, but they're fairly toned down and fairly watered down, which I have heard. I've seen that as a criticism, and I think that is indeed a, uh, a valid criticism. I just, I just don't know where the this raging love or slash hate for this thing, where, where does this come from? I don't know. No one's given me a solid answer. Like I said, I've gone through comment sections, and it's just like, it's the greatest ever, period. That's it. No explanation beyond that. Or it's the biggest pile of garbage or that one person who, who claimed with such with such hyperbole with this hyperbolic statement of it's the worst sci-fi film ever made. You, child, are so sheltered. It just takes five minutes five minutes to go out onto the interwebs cruise you don't have to go anyplace too terribly dark or scary go to google click in there worst sci-fi films and you you my friend will be buried in a blizzard of bad it will put you in a headlock of pain and if you're brave by all means, try one. Try one. See what happens. If you are able to last through the whole thing without going mad, props. Now do that about a hundred more times. And then you're about where I'm at. Completely mentally unstable. Totally. Totally unstable. I'm a glutton for punishment. What can I say? I love bad films. Some bad films. There are some films that are so bad... No one should ever watch it, ever. For any reason. Ever. But I can say those kinds of things with a bit of hyperbole. 
you know, this is a horrible film. Horrible. It caused physical pain. But when it comes to Dune, no, it's average. It's an average film. If it was on a scale of 1 to 10, it's uh, 5, 5.5. You know, something like that if you go with a half scale. Uh, it's not a. It's not quite a six. It's not above average. That's for damn sure. It's not a four either. It's not below average. It is, you know, about a five, five point five, right about there. You know, if you if you're a little harsher, you could probably go maybe four point five. But I think that's a little too harsh. It's somewhere. It's definitely a five, in my opinion. You know, you could be generous, five point five, or harsh, four point five. But I'm pretty sure it's a 5 out of 10. You're going to find something. If you're looking for entertainment and you, you liked it, then to you it's probably like an 8. If you hate it, it's a 2. But it is not the worst film ever made. That's for sure. And it's not the greatest film ever made. It's messy. It's a mess. It's chopped up a lot to fit into a running time. A lot of context is lost. A lot of character development points are lost. A lot of major, major issue, major, you know, plot threads that are kind of there and kind of glossed over until all of a sudden they pop back into existence. Yeah. Some of the dialogue is not there because the context is missing. Uh, if you've watched the film, uh, when Paul is confronted by Chani, Chani, sorry, by Chani, and she says, I am Chani, daughter of Liette. It's like, well, what's the significance of that? Well, without the scene, context scene saying that, you know, Dr. Kine was known as Liette, then you wouldn't know quite, you would then at least know what's going on, what's happening, and why she would, why this seems so important. But there is none of that context in there. It's just, uh, you know, she just says the line and because it was in the book and boop, we move on. Simple as that. There are some kind of odd, interesting things. They never, they never really explain stuff in ways that would kind of help you get it. You know, with, with the film, Stilgar says, you know, he says this string of dialogue, and you can, and because he's kind of running it all together and has a bit of an accent when he's trying to say it in character, you don't really know what in hell's name he's saying, even though he's saying, you know, you take this, which is a part of our siege. What the hell's a siege? They don't explain that. They don't explain much of anything, really. Because a lot of that, those scenes that have give context had to be cut. They had to be. Just to make running time. So you have these issues. And what good they, what all the good is kind of counterbalanced with everything that's lost. So, yeah, ultimately it's five. Five out of ten for me. Still a good film. You should still watch it. It's still one of those films that, uh, mainly because of the source material itself, Dune is one of those I like to call uh, science fiction linchpins because of how 
that universe is created, its world building, the depth and the deep time that not even the people within the story can really comprehend at times. It's it's just deep history. It's just like, you know, if you were to ask the average person about a particular, you know, the beginnings of civilization almost 10,000 years ago, or 10,000 years ago, this very beginnings of human civilization, as they people had stopped being hunter-gatherers and were starting to gather together into large communities and collectives. And the arts and things that would have come out of it, the idea is just so far back in time, or go further, you know, really ancient things in Earth's history, and you can kind of see where people come from. Uh, you know, pff, that's old, who cares? I'm, a bit, I'm starting to ramble a bit, but let's just, how about we end it all right, like this then? Okay, guys. This is what I'd like you to do. Go to the Facebook page and put down, if you've seen, do 1984. Do you like it? Love it? And tell me why. Why it's praiseworthy. If you've seen the film and you hate it, and I do mean hate it, tell me why. Give me your best explanations. I'm not going to judge you on those explanations. I just want to know. That's all I want to know. Is why. Is the why. Who, you know, some of you guys may have really good reasons why you hate it. <clears throat> and yeah, might really good reasons why you love it. I'm simply curious to see what they are. Uh, so far, I got hyperbole out of all of this. So, like I said... Head on over to facebook.com slash the movie shed podcast. I'll have the question there. Please, please, if you've seen the film, give me your honest answer. You love it? Why? You hate it? Why? I just want to know. It's been driving me nuts for years. So until next time, guys, I'm going to close up the shed. But I will see you next time.